0: run with the wolves or fall back into hiding, unknown. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to my channel for today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. I am here to talk to you guys about you doing you. Because one, the book I'm actually reading this month is called You Do You by Sarah Knight. And I'm like completely in love with it right now. And it definitely inspired today's Coffee Talk podcast, but also too because I feel like since I've been reading this book and just in general with the things that have been going on in my own personal life lately, you doing you or I guess me doing me has been the mood. It's definitely one of those power perspectives that I've been channeling this last week. And yeah, I felt like talking about it with you guys today. So hopefully you guys have a warm beverage with you. I'm actually drinking warm water with lemon because I'm trying to cut back On my caffeine, guys, I feel like, honestly, once a month, I'm always like, guys, I'm trying to cut back on my caffeine, but it's literally because by the time I sit down to record these podcasts, I've usually already had like two cups of coffee, and throwing in a third of the day is where I start to feel like, you know, a little jittery, a little weird, so anyway, I'm drinking hot water with lemon because I still wanted to drink something warm and comforting with you while we chatted today. So, for those of you guys that don't actually know, I actually... Chop my hair off this week. And I don't know how many of you guys have maybe found my podcast through YouTube or how many of you are listening to my podcast, having never watched my YouTube or seen any of my social channels, but I've had long hair. Or at least I was growing out my hair for a solid like four years-ish, almost five years. And it was a very random or I guess impulsive decision, you might say. There's a bit of a backstory. And we're going to get into it. But um, it was an impulsive decision the other day to just completely chop my hair off. And a lot of it stemmed from the whole concept of you doing you. So last week I was having this like weird week where I don't know, it just, it felt like I was just in a weird mood and I couldn't really shake it. And I was feeling really stressed out and it kept on boiling back down to the fact that I just felt like I wasn't arriving to the things that I knew I needed to do and doing so in a way that felt like me, you know, like I just didn't feel like myself. It was really weird. I couldn't really pinpoint why. And I was venting about it to somebody who basically was like, I think you need to just you know, take a little bit of a break tomorrow. Just take a day. Don't have any to-do list. Don't have anything to do. And just do you. Like, first of all, wake up without an alarm. Wake up without any routine. And wake up without all this pressure to do all these things for just one day and see where it takes you. And so I decided to accept the challenge and do exactly that. And I woke up. I didn't have any alarm. I just took my time. I still went through the things that I love doing, like you know, meditating and doing yoga and things like that. And while I was actually doing my meditation, first of all, it was one of the deeper meditations I've had in a really long time, I think because it came from a place of just like flowing into it rather than forcing myself to just like get into it, you know, where it's like, okay, it's just that time of the day, now it's time to meditate. It was more so like, ooh, I could meditate right now. (laughs) So anyway, I sat down and I did my meditation and I had a couple questions pop up into my mind while I was meditating And one of the questions that flowed, I guess you might say, to the forefront of my thoughts was, if I could be anyone in this life, who would I arrive as? Like, if I could be absolutely anyone, who would it be? I would be kind. I would want to be calm. I would want to be compassionate. I pictured my tattoos. I pictured just like the things that I basically already know about myself. But then I also started to let my mind kind of wander to things that maybe weren't fully manifested yet. And I don't know how or why, but I just saw it. I saw my short hair and I was just like, holy crap. I've been debating cutting my hair or the idea at least has trickled into my mind more than once in the last year and a half. And I kept on ignoring it. and I kept on saying no and I kept on pushing it to the side. But this meditation in particular, it came in so strong. Like I saw it so clearly and I was just like, oh my God, I don't want to change my mind. So I looked it up, found out if anyone could do my hair right at that moment Or at least in the next day or so when there was actually somebody who specialized in getting dark hair light again, who could also fit me in for a haircut. So there you have it. I went in and within a few hours, I had about seven, eight inches of my hair completely gone. I literally felt so compelled to do it. And I knew that I didn't want to tell anyone that I suddenly felt compelled because I didn't want To be talked out of it, you know? And I even mean for myself. Like the minute I I had pictured this and I was like, okay, if there's any chance that someone can actually do my hair today on this short of notice, then I'll do it. And if not, then I'll let it go. And when it all just started to align, I was just like, okay, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Just go, just go, just go. So I get there and I mean, this is like, I'm just, again, not thinking about it at all. I sit down in the chair, I explain to him what I want and what I was basically looking to do. And he was like, yeah, okay, your hair is considered extra long though, like it's going to be like pretty expensive. And I was like, well, I actually want to cut it. And he was like, okay, which was so weird too, because I was used to every hairstylist I've been to like up to that point being like, don't cut your hair. Like I refuse to cut your hair, like because my hair had been so long and relatively healthy, but. Towards the end, it wasn't as healthy. Anyways, I'm getting so off topic. Let me wrap up this story and get back to you doing you. Trust me, this all has relevance. Anyways, he goes to blunt chop my hair because he needed to do so just to get the length off so we wouldn't be wasting product. And he kind of grabs at the back of my hair and I just hear like a huge snip, like right at the back. And I was like, oh my God. And I'm waiting, like I'm just waiting to be like, what did I just do? But instead I was like, Holy crap, keep going, like, keep cutting. I felt so freaking like liberated. And just the first time that I ran my fingers through it, once it was done, the first time I styled it, like, I went home and got ready and went out that day and It was just so weird to go from the weirdest, like, 24-hour period of my life of feeling so off and so just odd and not myself to suddenly feeling completely back on my A-game. Like, and all I did was chop my hair. I know that sounds weird, but like I said, this is all relevant, and I'm about to tie it back into what we're talking about today. The thing is, you know yourself more than anyone else knows you, and that doesn't mean that we aren't going to go through times in our lives where we kind of feel out of touch, And not only just maybe with what we're doing and who we're around, but even with ourselves. I feel like that's totally normal to go through those phases of feeling out of touch, but I don't think it means that you don't know who you are. I just think that it means that you've lost your sense of intuition. And that is exactly where I felt like I had been at, where I was so used to just this regimen that I was using and this routine I was going through. And I kind of felt like it had gotten to a point where I'd stopped following my intuition and listening to my gut and had just been kind of listening to my to-do list. Not that that's a bad thing, because obviously that keeps you productive and whatever. But I mean, there are times, there are days that you're gonna feel that impulse of just like, holy crap, I just need to take a breather. I just need to take a step back. And the more that I think we start to sharpen that and use that intuition, and the less we listen to maybe society or even the energies that we surround ourselves with, or even the fears that we tell ourselves on a day-to-day basis, the more in touch or back in touch we get with our intuition. I think an easy way to get back in touch with it too is if you feel like you just can't tell what's you versus what you've been told is you, whenever you're having that overwhelming feeling, even the way that I was just last week, I honestly recommend just take a second, take a breath, Close your eyes and ask yourself, how does this make me feel? Or if you don't have anything in particular that you're thinking about, ask yourself, How do I feel? Like, what am I feeling right in this moment? And let whatever answer that you have pop up without trying to force it. You know what I mean? Like, don't try and think about how you think you feel. Like, just let any answer kind of pop up. And this is important too for those of you guys that can't just like, you know, take a day off of work or whatever. If you don't want to wait till Saturday to take that day where you don't do any routine and you don't do anything at all and you just kind of follow your intuition, you can always just get a little sense or a little touch of your intuition by just literally closing your eyes taking some deep and like powerful cringe worthy breaths and actually asking like how do i feel about this or how do i feel in this moment it's super easy to get lost in the force of life because we're so afraid that if we settle into the flow something Bad might happen, or something that we aren't expecting might come out of nowhere and surprise us. And I think that's what keeps us in these regimented ways and in these routine ways and in an imbalance in those routines. Because I also don't want it to sound like I am bashing routine by any means. I love my routines. I love my predictability. I love the little things in my life that I know I'm going to be doing at a certain time of the day, or the little things that have become my favorite like norms, like Saturday cartoons or Monday morning coffees or whatever you want to, you know, use as like a an example as to what you've gotten used to and what you love. But I'm talking about those moments or those feelings in our life where we feel stifled, where we feel like we've lost our sense of touch and our sense of being within ourselves. That is what I'm talking about. And I feel like it can become really easy to get lost in all of the life that's happening around us and all the commotion that we forget to tune back in and touch back in and be like, does this still resonate with me? Like who I am in this moment and who I'm being right now, is that still who I'm driving towards and who I'm wanting to work towards being on a day-to-day basis? And for those of you guys out there that are maybe struggling with more anxiety, you might get this as well, but anxiety and that whole sense of I need to stay doing what I'm doing, I just need to grind it out, I need to force myself through this awkward icky feeling, I don't think that is necessarily always the best thing to do. I think that sometimes when we feel anxious and when we feel overwhelmed and feel afraid to kind of follow our intuition and trust ourselves because we're afraid of what we can't predict, then we end up playing life safe. And when we end up playing life safe, that's when I think that our anxieties or our fears are trying to protect us, but they're also unknowingly trying, I guess, to hold us back. And so That is why you doing you is one of the most important things that you can actually do on this planet, because it's not even just for you. It's to lead by example for other people. And I don't mean that you have to cut your hair off or take a day off work. Maybe you doing you is just trying a different kind of coffee or wearing a different style of clothing to work because you're sick of basically hiding who you are. And that's why I chose the quote at the beginning of this podcast episode as well, too, when I read it the whole, you know, you can either run with the wolves or like fall back into hiding. I guess it just got to a point for me with my hair, at least the symbolism behind it was that I felt kind of sick of falling back into hiding and falling back into what I felt was safe and falling back into who I knew myself to be. And I wanted to run wild and just do what my intuition was telling me. And that to me is running with the wolves. It's running with your power and everything that you can trust inside of yourself that you may have been, you know, ignoring for a little while. Now, I'm not saying you doing you is going to be the easiest thing in the world either. It doesn't mean that you're not going to feel any kind of maybe resentment when you tend to wake up to you doing you and getting tired of you doing everything else or what everyone else is doing. And there's also going to be some people that aren't going to like it when you do decide to step up and just do you. And those are two topics that we're going to get into right after I leave you guys with a message from the sponsors that brought you guys today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. So when it comes to you doing you, if you're feeling just super inspired now to, you know, go off and chop your hair or wear black lipstick or whatever you're feeling like doing now, One little thing that I do want to talk about quick is not blaming anyone else when you do kind of start to feel like that sense of, you know, empowerment that comes from you doing you. And I want to throw this in here because I feel like there is two very strong ways that people kind of go. And even that I've seen myself on the internet when it comes to people being like empowered by themselves. And there's one way where you can tell that people are just so deep to their core, fulfilled and empowered by who they are, that they almost kind of inspire others to rise up with them. And then there's another lane where I feel like people get maybe wrapped up, I would say, in the empowerment and the power that comes from expressing yourself honestly and truthfully, but in a way that ends up sparking some sort of like resentment towards feeling quiet for so long, or maybe feeling like they've been in hiding for so long. And Again, I don't think that that is something that comes from choice. I feel like most people on this planet have the best of intentions, and a lot of the times our subconscious is kind of running the show, and we may not realize the tone that we're using to spread our message. But to spread the message of you do you does not mean you do you in the sense of screw everybody else, or you do you because you're allowed to be whoever you want to be, even if that means being kind of a crappy person. I just feel like when we do tend to wake up to ourselves, it can be very easy to then look at whether it's your parents and the way they raised you or you know people that you went to school with or the peers that you grew up with or the friends that are around you or the energies that are around you or the circumstances around you or like what job you have to work, your coworkers, the school you have to go to and get so angry that these things may be quote unquote, I'm putting like bunny ears up, up right now, but like holding you back from you doing you. And I don't think that that's ever the case. The thing is when you feel like you haven't been you, I've come and seen so many people go into this, this is me overdrive and come out with such an angry perspective, you know? You don't have anything to prove. You're not trying to do you so that you can prove to everybody else how you, you are. Your intention of wanting to do you and my intention of wanting to do me or chop my hair, I guess you might say, or whatever it is that's going to make you feel like you're expressing yourself in however way you seem fit or that you think is, speaks most true to you it's not because we want to prove something to other people. It's not even because we want to prove something to ourselves. I think it's just that you want to just be able to be. You want to be able to just go with the flow of life and be so mindfully in tune or aligned with the things that you're trying to bring towards yourself, but also the things that are right in front of you. And I don't think that we need to be angry about that or almost need to prove to other people how right we are about it, you know? Like you don't need Susie to see how right you were about cutting your hair or Tom to see how much happier you are now that you finally quit your job and started your Etsy shop of knitted dog sweaters. I think the truly happy people, they usually don't need to boast about how right or how happy they are because they're truly happy. And when we're truly happy, that doesn't stem from ego. But when we do start feeling The empowerment I think that comes from fully expressing ourselves honestly and by being confident in who we are that it is a very open doorway for ego to try and walk through and That's why I want to bring this up, because it's good to be cautious of that. It's good to feel confident in who we are, but it's also good to feel confident while also telling ego to take a number and take a seat. Whenever you drop the weight and fear that comes from what if, you know, what if people don't like me if I express myself fully or what if I fail or what if it's not what I think it's going to be? I think that it can be so easy for our ego then to be like, Screw the what ifs. I've got this. We've got this. Like we'll blame somebody else or we'll find an answer. We'll find a reason to pin it to that could not be our own fault. And that stems from an untrust that stems from thinking that things will go bad or if things do go bad, that it's because we weren't worthy of good things. And I think that's what ends up keeping us in the cycle of fear mode and almost getting right back into that playing it safe again. Because the minute that we do feel confident in ourselves and we get the tiniest bit of resistance or tiniest bit of pushback, we instantly go into either ego or we go right back in hiding. And I think that that is where we need to become aware instead, because there is a third option. And that third option is to keep doing you in the best of ways. Actions speak so much louder than our words. And you can sit and fight with everyone under the sun about why you are right in doing and being exactly who you are, or you can just let your actions speak for you. You can let your happiness, like your genuine, this is me, I feel so fulfilled and whole right now happiness, or even I mean, heaven forbid, this is me and I might not feel 100% fulfilled and whole, but at least I feel me and at least I know I'm on my way or I'm striving towards getting there. Like, even that action will speak much louder than you needing to defend who you are. If you let your peace and your presence and your perseverance be your proof, if you let your you-ness radiate rather than shout obnoxiously at the top of your lungs to other people who you are, if you look to do the right thing for you instead of just trying to be right all the time. If after all of that, people still don't get it, then screw them because you're not doing it for them. You're not you doing you for them. You're you doing you for you because that's the thing. People won't get it. No matter what you do, people aren't going to get it. There's always going to be someone that can find something wrong with everything, you know, like there's never going to be a way to paint the whole world one color. And I think that that is kind of the beauty and the madness that comes from our society and our worlds. But it also can be a really hard truth to digest all the time because we get so used to feeling like we're in hiding, that once we come out of hiding and we feel like we're being ourselves, we just want everyone to feel that happiness. We want everyone to feel that sense of fulfillment. Because if everyone did, I don't think anyone would need to kind of beat each other down for being different or being unique, you know, or for doing things that maybe we wouldn't do. But that's just not the truth of the world that we live in. But that's also okay. Because I think if we know that, then we can use that knowledge as our power. I would rather be exactly who I am with people who just like aren't gonna get it than try and be anyone or anything else because I'm still going to have people who just aren't going to get it. And if there's one lesson I've learned in the first half of my 20s, it's exactly that. I could try and be everybody's cup of tea, but there is still gonna be somebody that would prefer coffee. And to be honest, I'm one of them. You can try and get your hair away that everyone's gonna like it. You can try and talk the way that everyone will understand or translate exactly what you're trying to get across. You can try and do all the things that everybody tells you you need to do. You can try and be the best. You can try and, you know, wear the nicest clothes or the most trendy clothes and do the trendiest things and get all this fulfillment from outside validation. But you're always gonna spend your life chasing and you're always gonna spend your life wondering why that one person out of 10 did not agree with you still, or still doesn't like you, or found something negative to say about you. That is a really, really, really negative truth, but it's also a very powerful truth in the sense of knowing that it frees you from trying so hard to do and be everything that you think everybody else needs. And it kind of allows you to just Get right back to being yourself. If you know that no matter what, there's always going to be someone that could think or say something negative about what you're doing, then you might as well take the time to just get back to being you because otherwise it's just a colossal waste of time. I mean, here's the thing. When you get out in the world and you're all happy and you're all you, people are going to be a little shook. I'm not going to lie, especially if you've spent a great majority of your life up until now feeling a little out or staying in hiding, I guess you might say, than running with the wolves. When you do decide to get up and start freaking running, people are going to be shook. They're going to want to either pull you back into safety or they're going to want to tear you down because they're going to feel like they're now going to need to run with the wolves and they're too scared to. But that's where I bring it back to, one, not blaming anybody else. Two, finding compassion because they're just as afraid as we were, you know, a couple weeks ago before. They're just as afraid as pre- chopped hair me, you know? So we can't be mad. We can't be like, stop trying to weigh me down. Instead, again, actions speak louder than words. We should try and lift them up. The people who are out there also just trying to be them, you know, the people already out there just doing them in the best way that they know how, aren't going to be the kind of people that are looking to tear you down or make you feel negative for you doing you. I think that when we're all just trying to authentically be ourselves with as much compassion as possible, you almost start to appreciate the differences between all of us instead of getting, you know, wrapped up in thinking that one has to be right and one has to be wrong. The people who are still stuck in fear, though, and are trying to basically stay safe, they might try and pull you back and know that that's gonna happen. In a way, they're just trying to keep you and furthermore themselves safe rather than push the discomfort of breaking their own chains. And I think that we should love them anyways. I think that we should still continue to break our chains, still continue to run with the wolves. And just kind of hope and pray for the best for the ones that are trying to weigh you down or pull you back. And I think that when you really analyze that, you know, getting it right back up into the front part of this podcast where we were saying to just take a second and be like, how does this make me feel? If you start doing you, if you start embracing and expressing yourself in the most authentic and happiest of ways, or however makes you just feel like you, and you feel like there's people around you that are then either resisting against the new you or trying to pull you back, just take that moment and breathe and be like, how does this make me feel? Or why could this be happening? Because a lot of the times you're going to find it just stems from someone being afraid within themselves or someone that, unfortunately, because there are these types of people in the world, although very rare, but I think most of the times it's the first option. But there is an option too, where there are people that just don't want to see other people feel happy and succeed and maybe feel... What they are looking or striving most to feel within themselves. But again, we need to love them anyways because we're all in this together. We're all lost. We're all confused. We're all trying to figure it out. You know, there was no manual given to us when we were birthed onto this planet. But I do think that there is a responsibility to still show up as ourselves uniquely and trust our intuition and express ourselves fully. And yes, to do so in a way so that you end up enjoying and living your best life. But I think to also do so in a way to show others by example that it's okay to just be you, that there's no judgment here, that as long as you're not like in the book, Sarah Knight, you do you, she says, like, as long as you're not a psychopath or a serial killer, just be you, you know? And I think too that looking at life this way gives us a really good chance to even ask ourselves what category we've been falling in. Have we? watched some people run with the wolves and almost want to pull them back because we don't like the idea of having to get up and run ourselves. Like I said, up until last week, I was feeling a little off and a little weird until I decided to cut my hair and then suddenly I felt all fine and me again. But I know that when I get into those weird and odd moods, when I am on social media in particular, but when I'm on anything and I see somebody that's just full heartedly thriving and happy... My first gut instinct is to judge myself and to be like, why don't I feel that? Why did I feel that a few months ago and it's gone away now? Or why do I suddenly not want to watch this person anymore because they're happy? Like that is just my ego. That is just me getting in my own way and wanting to stay safe in the hiding. And that's why I'm saying we got to love them anyways, because they are us. We are them. We all go through the ebbs and flows of this on a weekly, monthly and a yearly basis. So we can't blame ourselves because here's the thing we are all so freaking cool. Like the things that we do, the things we like, the things we eat, the way that we dress, the way we express ourselves, the words we say, the songs we sing, they're all so uniquely different, but there's also so many intertwining like themes within it all. And you can find one person that you vibe with on one thing and you can find another person that you vibe with on another thing, but you're never going to find the people that you vibe with if you don't vibe with yourself first, you know? And I think if you want to figure out how to vibe with yourself, you got to follow your intuition. You got to stop second guessing yourself. You got to stop letting the self-doubt of society get inside your head and make you fear who you are because who you are is freaking powerful. And the things that make you unique, the things that maybe nobody else is doing, but for some reason you feel compelled to is going to be what is your calling. Like That is your intuition yelling at you. Okay, that's maybe aggressive. That is your intuition calling to you nicely, cuckooing to you to come over and just stand in your light, to like run with the wolves, to stop hiding. What you choose to do, say, wear, and be is completely and utterly your business only. But I I hope that you still choose to share it with the world, whatever it is, because I think that that's where we all tend to, like I said, actions speak louder than words, lead by example. And I hope that you do you so unapologetically and with so much trust and love that you inspire others to do the same. And then last but not least, I hope that you know that you are complete just as you are right now in this moment and that you never feel like you have to question it again because you Even when we don't feel like we are doing us, it's just a matter of a little bit of blanketed over intuition. And once we reveal the blanket, we pull it back, we can get right back to us doing us again, which is all that really matters and all we really have time to do and all there really is to do on our to do lists in terms of life. You know, we're born, we do us, and then we die. That sounds weird, but it's actually quite liberating to know that. And so there you guys have it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. Feel free to leave me a comment on what your thoughts are on today's topic, the whole you do you, or maybe even write out what you're going to do now. That's going to be more you than before you listen to today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. Like I said, I just chopped off my hair and it's been a few days now since I've done so. And I honestly just feel more and more in love with it every day. It's odd, but one of those things that I just never thought I would have the balls to do it. And I'm just so glad that I just followed that compulsion, I guess you might say, or intuition to find a little bit more me in 2019, at least as of now anyways. Um, So I'm going to stop rambling and I'm going to let you guys go. Aside from that, I love you guys to the moon and back and I'll talk to all of you guys next Monday. Bye guys.